Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jesse. And welcome to our show, Nameless. In today's episode, we are kidding around. Specifically because we had an interview with Brett Wilson of Roots of Creation. Yes. And um, it was a very fun episode. Jesse was out in San Diego. I was at the studio. I was being a working mom. Yes. And we'll <laughs> get to that because that is part of our topic today. <laughs> she was being a diligent dad. <laughs> Brett Wilson was letting loose as a four-year-old. Yes. He has children of his own, and it was the one day that he had without children, and so he gave us some of of his time, which was awesome, but our interview was pretty cool. Should we play in the beginning, like, ta-da, here's the interview? Oh, yeah, here. Ta-da, here's the interview. (laughs) Ta-da! Ta-da! That's perfect. So I tried to find all the dad things and I put my mustache on, combed it. and It looks amazing. Um, Jesse will be on soon. We're actually recording from two different locations today. There's Jesse. What's up, Jesse? Hey, mom. Can you hear me? We can hear I can. you. I made it. Hooray. Can you see his, can you see his whole theme over there? Yes, <laughs> you guys look amazing. I, I knew you were already dressed like a mom today, so it worked out really good when he said to dress like a dad. I've never been a dad before. Yeah, I've never been a dad before. You look amazing with your hammerhead. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I love it. He's got his little blankie and all his stuff that he needs. Do you have your snacks and your sippy cup? This makes me happy because I'm still in that vibe too. I have a five-year-old. Yeah. Nice. A boy or a girl? A girl. I have three kids. I have a 10-year-old daughter and a a four-year-old daughter. And then uh, my girlfriend has a a 10-year-old daughter. So we have like, we have three most of the time, 50% of the time, but staggered. So (laughs) sometimes it's it's a little easier. Yes. (laughs) Like today, today is the easy day, but then I'm like, I'm going to pass out. I'm tired. (laughs) At least least you're comfortable there. Yes. (laughs) So should I call, should I call you, what should I call you? Dad or dad, daddy? Daddy. (laughs) Yeah, daddy. I'd like you to call me daddy, please. (laughs) This is your daddy. So we have not introduced him yet. Uh, We have a guest today. And Brett, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, My name's uh, Brett Wilson. I I play in a a band, uh, Roots of Creation, which is kind of like a a reggae rock band with a little bit of jam thrown in. Sometimes strangers on the street ask me what it sounds like. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. It's like sublime meets the grateful dead or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, and then, it is. And then, uh, you know, I, I do acoustic stuff on the side, you know, uh, to take care of my kids who I'm guest starring as today. And, uh, yeah, we, we have a good time. We have fun. We're from the Northeast New Hampshire. Yeah, I got I got two kids. My girlfriend has a kid, and today is kid free day. So then I get to be 
be a kid and hang out with you guys. That is awesome. Yeah. We like to be kids too. Uh, you see a, a lot of our shows and stuff. So we like to just dress up and have fun. So I'm glad that you were willing to do that with us today. Of course. I, I watched the Cheech and Chong episode. That was a great one. <laughs> Thank you. That was fun. We seem did you, to dress up like you guys, guys a lot. Yeah. Well, that's what inspired the dad, dad thing. <laughs> I was like, well, if they could be Cheech and Chong, or uh, what was the other one? Not Bill and Ted, but uh, Wayne's, Wayne's World. Then they could oh, do. Yeah. They could be dads. Oh yes, and it's <laughs> yeah. funny because Jesse's daughter uh, just told us the other day that we should dress up as kids. So the next one we do, we'll have to do kids or something. <laughs> now we're parents. Right. You know, I mean, hey, I'll be a dad for a day. Dads are just big kids. Yeah, they are. That's one thing I like about you. Um, I knew you had kids before we talked. We talked a long time ago. We tried yeah. to get you on our show forever ago. I wasn't good at Zoom. <laughs> and now no we're good idea. at Zoom. <laughs> but that's one thing that I like. You always include the kids and, you know, we get to see pictures of them and stuff sometimes. I like that because sometimes people keep that world completely separate. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, I've seen some people say, hey, I'm not going to include my kids uh, until they're ready to sign off when they're 18 because I respect their boundaries, um, which is cool. But I mean, I've asked my like I show my kids where, like what we're doing, where it's going. Yeah. Like what? Like they don't they don't think I'm just taking a picture. And then like I'm like, hey, can we take a picture so I can, so I can show our fans like I'm not like misleading. They like like they know. And then I show them. Hey, look at the people are commenting or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't know. My my ten year old gets excited because she wants to be like, you know, a TikTok superstar oh, influencer. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, she wants to do this. The four year old sometimes is like, "Don't take a picture of me." <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so that's cool. So your kids know what you do, and they know what you work for. And I mean, four-year-olds, they're not always proud, but it sounds like your, your older kid is really proud and excited about it. Is that something that like, do they keep you going and wanting to stay participating in it? The music yeah. scene? Yeah, for sure. It's interesting. Like she showed me a screenshot the other day uh, where she was listening to some of my music when she was at her mom's house on vacation. They were, went to vacation in, in Mexico for a week, which I was really stoked for her uh, to do. Cool. And, you know, I kind of got a little, a little kid vacation where I was like, yeah, let's go. We're going to have such a good time. Me and my girlfriend were like, we're going to go. Let's go to like Canada. Let's do all this stuff. We ended up like catching up on work and like sleeping yeah. and watching TV shows. That's usually what like, happens. I was like, oh my God, I really am 40 years old. This is fucking <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it was, it was rela relaxing, but yeah, she does. You know, my girlfriend tells me all the time she does. I guess she does look up to me quite a bit, which I need to really hone in on and pay attention to maybe a little bit more because, you know, I do always think about, oh, I'm raising kids or whatever, but they, she thinks, I, I think, I do think she, you know, thinks about the job as a musician as like, like really important because she sees all the dancing and the people having a good time and the, you know, that kind of stuff. She told me she, she might want to do more behind the scenes stuff. Cause the idea of like, I brought her on stage maybe a couple of times. Um, cause she's cool. on the grateful dub album and she's, she was like a little kid and she did like she does this part where she's like a moment of silence for jerry garcia she's like that's her like shining moment so like 
I brought her up to do that, but she was like so scared. She's like, I think maybe I want to do behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> you know, the but more you're in front like of involved in part of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the more you're in front of a camera, though, the more it gets easier and easier. So they um, don't mind that that like yeah. shoot it, like doing like somersaults and flipping around and like you know doing that stuff. It's just the live in person thing. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Some millennials don't even know how to like make a phone call. So it's fucking weird. <laughs> right? It's like, can you just dial it? Like the numbers. Order pizza. It's like the ultimate test. Yeah. You it's said weird. That, uh, you said that she said that, uh, you know, about Jerry Garcia. And I did notice that a lot of your music, like on our iTunes and such, um, it has a lot to is the Grateful Dead music and I thought that was funny because last week we did an interview with Jay Cantor and we talked about reggae background and I brought it up to Jesse I said you know I I when I was young Grateful Dead is what really like got me I ended up going thinking I was like following the dead at age 17, running away and going on this crazy adventure and being a hippie and living in a hippie lifestyle and, you know, sleeping in cars and doing all those crazy things. And then here you are, you know, I listened to your music and I'm like, dang, all right. So you have that, you're, you're a deadhead, right? I mean, you're bat, you're like, you're definitely like somebody that I wanted to talk to about this because that's the music sure. that I was brought up on too. And I was like, that's what really got me in the beginning. And so um, seeing that it just, everything is kind of like a coincidence kind of, because we were yeah, really yeah. just talking about this. That's cool. Yeah. You know, cause I'm from the Northeast in the Northeast. There's this, like, there's a couple of kind of scenes, um, you know, when I was growing up, like, so I was like really into, you know, art, and and music growing up my parents you know introduced me to a lot of like classic rock and soul and gospel and stuff but the stuff I kind of discovered on my own through skateboarding and snowboarding because there wasn't the internet back then so right. you would like videos right yeah exactly you'd watch the videos and it was a lot of punk rock yeah, so I got yeah. I got into punk rock and ska and you know started to delve into a little bit of Jamaican music because of the punk influence you know, uh, with the clash and, you know, all these bands sneaking in a little bit of the, the Jamaican stuff. Um, but then, you know, as I was listening to stealing, I have two stepbrothers and one of them gave me like this big bag of tapes that I really wanted, like cassette oh, tapes. Cool. And it was like hip hop and dance hall and all the explicit lyric stuff. I wasn't allowed to ha have my mom was like, <laughs> she was a cool hippie, hippie lady, but she was like, no, there's drugs are bad and spares are bad. She kept, you know, <laughs> So, so I got this like, like trash bag full of cassette tapes is like this gold mine. And I was like listening to NWA and all this shit. And like, yeah, I was, I was super stoked. And then my friend gave me uh, a sublime cassette tape. And at the time, you know, I was listening to a lot of Grateful Dead bootlegs and playing guitar and trying to figure out, you know, how to play guitar, how to improvise, how to make up stuff on the spot. There's this Northeast jam band scene, which is kind of like fish kind of blossomed off into all these little tiny bands that were playing in the fish parking lot scene and there was this really vibrant you know festival scene and, and jam band scene going on and I'm into skateboard culture so I'm like kind of fusing all these things in my mind and trying to figure out how to play guitar and then I hear Sublime and it's like every band that I ever or artist that I ever liked in one band yeah. And it like blew my mind. And I was like, man, if I start a band, I want it to be like this sound, like this, 
but mixed with like the jam band thing that 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 is part of the northeast you know with kind of my mindset on life obviously bradley had his own right. you know stuff going on and battling his own demons like southern california yeah. culture so like that was kind of like my you know where where i come from you know the the roots of where where i come from the roots of creation the roots whatever of your roots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly I, I think that's awesome i think that's super cool i love listening to your music it's it's definitely a really good vibe and puts you in a good like you know just a good spirit and i like that a lot um so you, you you grew a beard while you were listening I to did. the music i turned into a dad and everything <laughs> So you've played, you've played a lot of places, right? You played internationally and everything, right? Yeah, I, pl I played, let's see, for countries, not a ton of different countries, but I've done uh, Costa Rica, Jungle Jam in Costa Rica. I've done Mexico, Closer to the Sun festivals, kind of my vacation that I go to, but I played there officially once and non-officially brought up with lots of friends up there like slightly stupid to jam on on songs and um i'm trying to think if there's any other other countries just the you know uh, the virgin islands which is part of u.s territory which is fucking weird yeah, like cool. we own yeah. we own we own the virgin islands so they're part of the u.s but it's a territory so they can't vote but well, it's a I cool didn't, vibe. i didn't even know that so that's i learned something new today i didn't know about it either yeah. i was like i started researching the u.s territories there's guam U.S. Virgin Islands, and I'm trying to think of the other ones. I, I think Hawaii was one for a little while, and then we, it was. we it's made a it state now. Yeah, we made it a state. So very, very interesting there. Um, but I'd love to do some more, more touring, especially like in uh, Europe, um, Indonesia, and Japan. Some of these places that I've noticed, like when we went through the pandemic, we we played a lot of like did a lot of live streams, and you know did a lot of Facebook right. ads, and like tried to expand the presence and, and use the internet because that's all we could do right. yeah. um and i started to notice like these pockets of you know fans in indonesia and japan and you know that was kind of cool seeing that happen like all of those um, people are watching yeah that's yeah awesome. exactly yeah yeah so that was wicked cool um in terms of the united states we've we've played all over the place but there's still some states we haven't played like Alaska, Hawaii, um, the Dakotas. I think we've probably played, there's probably about like eight to 10 states I, have, I haven't ever jammed in. Dang. So oh, how funny. You, yeah. Do you have a favorite? <laughs> favorite state? Like a favorite place uh, that you've played? I, I After watching your podcast, I would say my bucket list place is the same as everybody else. I've never played Red Rock. So that's nice. my bucket list. I like this. <laughs> it's the same yeah. as everyone. I'm the I same. like that. I think, I think that's every... Uh, person's dream in fact what made me laugh about your Cheech and Chong thing was um the artist uh denim that my good friends a lot of my good friends work with um one of the guys in the band who I made friends with in Mexico he dressed up as Cheech and Chong I saw on Instagram <laughs> oh so uh Calabunga. So yeah, yeah yeah half half of his face was Cheech and half of Cheech. and Redman yeah. posted it on his reels and it went viral which is fucking That's hilarious awesome. <laughs> Yeah, we saw it, I think, right before 420, and we did the 420 episode, and then we wanted to do it. And so I think he inspired us to do our Cheech and Chong. That's great. Episode. Yeah, that's yeah, great. He definitely did. Yeah, we've actually met him before. It was <laughs> it was funny when we met him because I stood next to him. I knew who he was, and I was like, you don't even know who I am, do you? And he was kind of like, was wait, nervous. who are you? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Who are you, man? <laughs> so I think it's pretty cool that your bucket list place would be Red Rocks, especially like, like you said, like that's everybody's place where they want to play. And you've played so many places and you've played internationally that I think it's pretty magical that that's still your no, I want to play there yeah. spot. Yeah, my mom actually, she's a very interesting lady. She she brought me up, you know, vegetarian. She um, is worships like this, like kind of like to me, it's a little culty. Don't tell her I said that. <laughs> but it's like she this. doesn't watch this. <laughs> she will. She's fine. Hi, mom. Uh, <laughs> hey, mom. She worships this like uh, guru that's like into meditation, yoga, but like you know, I was brought up going to like these giant like yoga and meditation events. It the like first retreat. yeah retreats and stuff yeah, like cool. the first first city I ever went to from the from the woods of New Hampshire was Bombay Bombay, which is Mumbai, India. So I thought cities were like that, which was extreme poverty and just like craziness, cows and in, wow. in the middle of the road. So like that's like kind of where I come from, like you know out of left field so but she's really cool and really encouraged like art and music aside from like the funky stuff and the being a crazy cat lady but um you know <laughs> my mom's her, a crazy cat lady too <laughs> there's wild turkeys were in the yard today uh but it's really cool in the woods here like it's only an hour from boston like it's really nice but uh i forget what i was saying Oh yeah, she bought for for my graduation present for high school. She brought me a trip to Colorado because my friend had moved out to Fort Collins, oh, okay. and he wanted me to come to Reggae on the Rock. So in in two thousands when I graduated high school, I flew out there and went to Reggae on the Rocks. And I still remember get walking to the top of Red Rocks, you know, being stoked on how many people were there and being like, all right, cool, let's smoke some weed and like pounding a beer and like taking a hit off of the weed and then the elevation hitting me and being yeah. like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a then, lot of times. <laughs> we went, we've been there, so we know. Yeah. We definitely know um how that is. Yeah, it was rough. And he was like, take it easy. <laughs> Except we don't drink, so we didn't have to, we didn't get the that. So <laughs> yeah, this was this was when I was 18. I actually stopped drinking maybe three years ago, four years ago. I don't I don't remember at this point, but oh that's cool. So I, I don't I don't drink anymore as well. Yeah. Uh, we both quit drinking around the same time. Um, before we even knew each other, we both quit drinking. So we're coming up on two years. So awesome uh, yeah congratulations yeah it's kind of cool because a lot of really cool things have happened since stopping drinking so I will definitely definitely say that it was the best decision I ever made <laughs> I I agree with you guys I, I never really saw myself as as making that decision um but it, it was free everywhere I went yeah uh, every show I played it was free so it was like I was yeah. never really like a, a big drinker at home, I, I would honestly like rarely drink a more like a social drinker. Yeah. But it got to the point where it was like, okay, free tequila backstage every night, three beers. And then it's like, I'd have like one or two beers or whatever. And then get off stage and everybody's like sick show. And then they're like, let's do a shot. And then the next day, like, you're not like super hungover, but you're a little bit hungover. And then you're like, oh, let me just get rid of the hangover real yeah. quick. And, and then, the it, and then it, hair of the dog. And <laughs> then I the get dog. home and I, and I wouldn't drink at all. Yeah. I was just like, what, whatever. So it was just more like mild binge drinking, having fun, being a musician or whatever. But, you know, when I had my kids, you know, and I was like trying to figure out custody with their mom, I was just like, you know what, I, I'm like, I need to make sure like I'm on 
the straight and narrow, like I want equal custody with the kids and, you know, I, I don't like hangovers anymore. So let's, yeah. and I want to, and I want to lose weight and be healthy. So here's three, here's three, here's three reasons, all of those, here's three reasons. Just let's try it out. And then yeah. I was like, my girlfriend was down with it. She's like, I'll do it with you or whatever. And she'll have a hard cider every now and then, you know, whatever, yeah. but she doesn't, it's not really her thing. She'll, she just like kind of hangs with me in solidarity and is like not into it. So I, I agree with you guys, but people yeah. are weird it's weird, you know, playing sometimes because that was like what took the edge off. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, so now what do you do? Like, how do you take the edge off now? I don't. I don't. It's just, oh, you're always edgy. Huh? <laughs> I get it. I do. No, 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 no. I, I mean, it more of like what I'm talking about, like you're behind the stage and there's like a couple hundred or 50 or a couple thousand people. And it would be like, take a shot you know go out liquid yeah. courage no, there's, I understand. there's no there's no liquid courage anymore so it's like all it's right all you, huh? it's, it's all it's all courage. me <laughs> i'll have to call up you and be like daddy help me out i need some courage <laughs> oh here's josta right. she's gonna be coming on uh what's up josta all right let me take a, a sip cup. here Where'd she go? I have those cups. <laughs> <laughs> those are pretty cool cups, though. I don't. Know it was hard for me to find a lid to the lid today. I don't know if you ever have that problem, but like Always. I was like, <laughs> I found the broken, broken one. She probably should now. She'll go. I came in for a second. <laughs> We're trying okay. to push her. We keep pushing her to like. Th that's what we do, anyways. We push people to be yeah. there to do the, their best selves, you know. And Joss is amazing well, at what good, she does. It's yeah. a good segue because we were talking about liquid courage and like having to yeah. just have your own now and getting on Zoom and like speaking with people. That's a hard one for people. Yeah. That I was mean, my least, least favorite thing about like playing in a band. Like, yeah, well, not, not about the zoom, but just like talking on the mic to people. Like, yeah. that was another thing. Like, like the shot of tequila or whatever was like, let's fucking party. Like, like I, I get the crowd amped up. Like yeah. now I can do it like no problem without anything or whatever. Yeah. Cause it's second nature, but like the, the public speaking part, I never, like, I was like, I didn't think that that was part of like playing music like I was just like no I'm just gonna play guitar and sing and it's like oh I gotta talk to people and you gotta like, build them up get them excited hype them. yeah <laughs> which is cool like I'm down with that it's just you know I, I understand how people you know m might be scared to go on it's like whatever just be your be yourself and yeah people take it or leave it just fucking do your thing you know yeah yeah it took us a minute to figure it out and then we're like well everybody else is doing zoom so maybe we should do zoom too <laughs> and then we get to meet more people in farther yeah. places and yeah not so limited to just being here in california you know, because what we are trying to do is we want to get we're getting everybody's name out there because, you know, there, there, if there's one or two people that we know or 10 or 12 or however many we, you know, we want them to listen to you guys and, and hear what you guys got. And I, I can't wait to see you guys in person. So you guys have shows coming up, right? Yeah. So we do uh, a lot of festivals in the summer. So in the Northeast, there's like a lot of these like little it's a little bit like uh, California and, and Colorado in the sense where there's like a lot of these little festivals. So yeah. there's, there's like a lot of cannabis festivals we play in Maine. Cause that's one of the, the States that's like really pro cannabis. Um, New Hampshire is, is, is lagging very far behind. 
the time. Yeah. Um, we just approved medical cannabis a little while ago. Um, but, uh, you know, and there, so we have that. We just went to Florida and California. Um, trying to think of what else. Are you coming back to California at all anytime soon? It's I know, funny. You were in Ventura, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did Cali vibes, which I think we're actually, um, which is we made these limited edition hats for. Um, we maybe I think we're probably going to release our Cali vibe set on Spotify and stuff. Um, I haven't told cool. anybody told anybody yet. So you oh, guys, the first cool. people know that. <laughs> uh, so we just started like a Patreon and like we we just launched that. We we ha- we have five people that have hopped on board and shout out to them for making that happen. That's going to help fund all our new music yeah um so if anybody wants to join that just patreon.com backslash roots of creation i guess there's a kid getting it's the sound of the shark (laughs) i'll mute it for a second let's see um but yeah, for shows, we got a ton of stuff going on uh, in the Northeast. What's up, Josta? Let me, I'm unmuting her. Ask to unmute. You got to click it. Do you have any um, videos coming out? I just did an interview today with Jeff from Raised Fist Propaganda. He told me oh, to cool. let you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we have, uh, let's see, either two or, I'm trying to think if we have, we have three videos that he made. He did uh, Casey Jones featuring, uh, Dan Kelly, a fortunate youth. He did uh, struggle with Ross MG from Sublime, and he did light it up with Mighty Mystic. So he's he's really been our only videographer so so far. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, we we've done one little Sugar Shack session out in Wyoming uh, where we did like one song. That's that's also a dream of mine too to do one of uh, their little sessions. So Red Red Rocks yeah. and Sugar Shack our two goals um and uh, jeff is an amazing videographer um very lots of energy one of a kind human being (laughs) yeah it's Uh, cool that we got to meet him and she's actually just did an interview with him today and now we're meeting with you it's the 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 circle is so big but yet people just don't know who's all in it yet you know and it's I, I like what, what we're all doing. We're all building this community and opening up the circle now to where now we are all really getting to know each other. And that's, I mean, this whole community is beautiful. And like the more people we meet, the more blessed I feel like really like. Me too. hundred percent. I, I think the community is the foundation of, of everything that happens, whether it's uh, a festival or music um, or a podcast like this without yeah. the community to listen or show up or support it, then nothing's happening. So I feel yeah. like that's the, the foundation for everything. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Josta. Hi. <laughs> I made it. You Yay. did. Welcome. Hi. Did you have any questions? Oh, I don't know what all you covered. Probably not what you covered. Yeah, what I, you I, doubt cover. <laughs> I, I doubt it. it's anything to do with what we've just been babbling about. Oh, yeah. Brett's going to call me daddy. Yeah. So. Sugar daddy. I see that Jesse, Jesse's not dressed like a man. What happened? She's, she's the mom. mom. And yeah. if you look at if you look at Brett, he's got his blanket and his sippy cup and he is a child. I'm a four. Oh. I'm a four year old. Nice. I'm not going to throw I'm not going to throw a temper tantrum for you guys. Oh, uh, please do right. it. Let's see. I had <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> I 
want the purple oh, sippy cup. So I guess the only question I would have for Brett, my question would be, uh, I know you have a couple girls. Are they interested in, in music? Are you, do they want to learn anything from you? Do they get involved in it? We were talking about them earlier, but we didn't delve into this, this particular right. question. So it's good. It's a good, uh, summation or some sort of big word, uh, that's a good to, word <laughs> to describe this. So they like to they like to dance. So they have their own band. Uh, my girlfriend's daughter and my ten year old daughter. They're both Gemini's and they both love to sing and dance. So they have their own band called the Dance Sisters. Oh, that's so and cool. and they they do like TikTok dances and whatever. Like downstairs, they'll dance for hours. And then my four year old wants nothing to do but be that like. If she could be anybody when she grows up, she wants to be them. So she'll try to do, learn all their dances and then they'll have to come upstairs and be like, can you take Iris for a little while, please? Because <laughs> they want to do, they want to do stuff for real. Like, and she's yeah. like, you know, she's, she's blocking their, their, their stardom in the basement. Oh, um, yeah. But I brought them into the studio one time before to, they, they wanted to do like a Sean Mendez cover. Um, and we tried that out. Um, my, my daughter loves music class. I actually just, uh, I'll show you guys over here, just bought this piano at Guitar oh, Center the, the other day. And we put, I don't know if you can see the oh, letters. Yes. And, oh yeah, that's cool. I just ordered the letters on Amazon and like stuck those on so they could start kind of learning that. So they're doing it, but I'm not trying to like, shove it down their throat because every behind the music thing I've watched when the kid when the parents do that they end up with some sort of fucking complex of like <laughs> I'm not oh, as good yeah. as my dad are they into the reggae music or yes no? they they are so yeah. my four-year-old really likes uh there's a soja a lot um oh, yeah yeah and their mom played like uh dick figure smiles on faces when the four-year-old was being born Bo both of them were born at home so we did like home births um which were pretty intense so the mom like wanted that song it was like calming her smiles on faces so my nine-year-old hates that song like because because it reminds her of like being the only child like going going away and having to hear this That's over and over again and, 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 her, and her mom like screaming because it was like painful so right. she was like traumatic she does, it's trauma <laughs> she does not like that song but she <laughs> she loves our music and she they, they both love bob marley they've you know seen ziggy marley and they've met the whalers and they've had some like really amazing you know experiences um but i i think like in terms of like what they listen to if you looked at my spotify playlist it's a lot of pop music and whatever is like popular on tiktok but they do like right. reggae rock music. It's just not what's cool with their friends current currently. Oh yeah. To go to go yeah. to bed to go to bed. I was less. I was I was saying they that both of them, my uh, girlfriend's daughter and my daughter, listen to music to fall asleep. Where they have like Beats headphones. They listen to my music a lot. So for them, it's more like mellow, calming. Like they're yeah. like, why do you write yeah. so many love songs, Dad? You need more like you know. <laughs> Trap, trap music. <laughs> That's fun. Um, like that. They're so keeping you in line. Where can everybody find you? Like, what are all of your like places that they can go to find you? So let's see. The best places to find me would be uh, 
we have a website rootsofcreation.com and you can follow us on everywhere uh facebook instagram spotify at roots of creation um we have this cool like text message app um where i can like communicate with people and there's no algorithms to like block stuff so if they if people want to text me uh i don't know if you can see it but it's 617-752-8096 okay and and then we have the ROC family Facebook group and, uh, you know, really anywhere we're everywhere and anywhere. We just started TikTok a little while ago because my daughters were like, you got to get on it. I'm like, okay, That's I'll so do impressive. it. <laughs> we'll do it. And Jesse has a famous question that she has to question. ask everybody. Yeah. Yes. If you could be any animal, what animal would you be? I watched this on the thing and I've thought long and hard about it. And I've <laughs> He's like, shoot, I was prepared. They're, they ask what... everybody this. <laughs> I would say, I would say uh, a lion king in the jungle, uh, very much like the conga player. You know, you have the harem, like the, the, the gorillas. I saw his comment about that. That's pretty, pretty <laughs> awesome. Plus the reggae, plus reggae and lions and, um, yeah. you know, go hand in hand. So I would, I would probably go a lion, either that or some form of a cat maybe a, a cat a house cat just chilling everybody's scratching my belly you know playing you on might get stuff that from your mom yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> your mom Casing. put that in your head right now <laughs> she did she's in my head but she doesn't let hey, him cat. outside hey, I, i'd have to i'd have to go outside like a main coon cat like chasing birds or something you know yeah. oh, okay yeah Who's your daddy? Who's your dad? <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be fun. <laughs> so the, the other girls had to go. Um, I couldn't get them back on. So I didn't want to leave the interview like just like that. Even though it did end at a very perfect time, we were like laughing, all of us, because it just like right when you said that, it ended. And I was like, well, we got all our questions answered. Uh, <laughs> but I thought it was rude not to at least come back on and, you know, really thank you for being a guest on our show. And, and um, of course, ask very many questions about the band. So I just kind of wanted to ask that, you know, yeah. who who's all in in your band with you? Um, did you want to give some shout outs to the band members? Um, and sure. Yeah. So uh, the the band is kind of like a collective in the fact that there's a lot of people that like kind of like rotate in and out in the studio um, and on stage, uh, which is pretty cool. You know, okay. we've developed like this like roster of people that Sublime was kind of like that too. people don't like they see the pictures of just the three guys, but there was like so Marshall and Ross MG. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I like that kind of vibe, but we have like you know some main like really important people um like tal on keyboards who's been there almost since the beginning um and andrew on saxophone who's been jamming with us for a decade okay. uh and then our our crew like uh pete uh boards peliquin uh doing sound he's done all of our albums and he does our live sound and uh blake who takes all of our photographs and does our like stage teching uh -huh. Like, so that every time we do a show that there's like amazing photographs, people can like relive the moment. And so we have that. And then we have a roster of, you know, amazing people to come in and out like Rymo from Stupid jammed with us uh, at Skull and Roses Ventura with the, the bassist Alipic, who used to play with Stick Figure and plays with Johnny Cosmic. Um, and then we have like some awesome people in the Northeast that 
have played on our albums and tour with us. So like, you know, we just have a, like a lot of great relationships with people and we're always expanding that to like have super jams. And when we played in Florida, we had, um, Marshall from cashed out jammed with us on drums. So like, that was pretty awesome. I love those guys. So we have a great musical family that, you know, we rely on to into that family. And it's really nice because we're getting to know the artists as well as the fans. And so that's what we're kind of trying to do too, is just bring everybody together because like, I mean, this is, this is a cool bro chat, you know, like we we're good friends, you know, it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> right. I love hanging with my dad and talking music. <laughs> right. And, I mean, and darks. you know, I taught you everything, you know, son. So <laughs> <laughs> where's your guitar? Oh man, I do. You know, the funny thing is, is I literally do have guitars. I have um, two guitars. I do not know how to play at all. I have always wanted to. And now that I have so many amazing artists in my life, I'm like, okay, somebody's going to be like, teach me some, sometime like, wait, you don't play, but yeah, I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn. Where's your guitar? Are you going to play something for us? I'm sure. Yeah, that would be really cool. All right, I got you I'll on keep, there. I'll keep, I'll keep the shark, but I'm taking the Mickey Mouse ears off. <laughs> oh, dang, you're going to play with the shark and everything. We might have to get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'll play one of our new songs, uh, Ocean Moon. I like that one. I actually was just listening to that. It's super awesome. Yeah, we, try, we tried to add in some of the, the, beat, the beat style and production that my daughters like on, the, on that, like, I don't know if you could hear a little bit of like, yeah, like the trap and stuff. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So they're working on a TikTok dance for that. So everybody, this is uh, Brett Wilson from Roots of Creation. This is a a brand new track, Ocean Moon, that we released uh, a couple weeks ago. And we are releasing an acoustic version uh, soon as well. So you can hear the two two styles, the the original one, the acoustic one, and then the produced one. Um, So here we go. And this one, the live acoustic. The live acoustic. The very first Exclusive. one. No. <laughs> Ex- exclusive dad, dad acoustic. I'm so proud of you, father. <laughs> Every week I got a job to do. Every day I get the kids to school. Every hour I got time to lose. Every second we escape the rules. Every month gotta make it rain. Every year got myself to blame. Over a decade and it's still the same. Wasted time, petrified, and afraid to change. Hear her moans of ecstasy. Promised land against a tree. Some burnt skin mixed with clean laundry. I choose you, you're my everything. Feel love burning in your eyes. Some in the beast that I pierce the skies. Lifetime of truth, no time for lies. Hotel rooms, cooked in alibi. Wrapped in a cocoon, it's a secret. You're untouchable in secret. You're my ocean moon, so majestic and intelligent. We're living proof. Damn, I was a fool before I met you. Taste was bitter. Booze was flowing, chasing evil blues, self-destruction and depression till I drink your juice. Mm-hmm. 
things change, they stay the same. But the hourglass still remains. Send particles trod through rough terrain. Our hearts beat forever and a day. Divine connection unexplained. A bubble burst busting us to flames. Back at you demons cause the soul deranged. Take a leap from faith are we insane. Yeah. Here are moans of ecstasy. A promised land against the tree. Some burnt skin mixed with clean laundry. I choose you, you're my everything. Feel love burning in your eyes. Some in the peace that I pierce the skies. Lifetime of truth, no time for lies. Hotel rooms, cooking alibis. Wrapped in a cocoon, it's a secret. You're untouchable in secret. You're my ocean moon, so majestic and intelligent. We're living proof, a demo was a fool. Before I met you, taste was bitter. Booze was flowing, chasing evil blues. Self-destruction and depression till I drink your juice. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Na 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 Wrapped in a cocoon, it's a secret. You're untouchable, in secret. You're my ocean moon, so majestic and intelligent. We're living proof. Demo was a fool before I met you. Taste was bitter, booze was flowing, chasing evil blues. Self-destruction and depression till I drink your juice. Yeah, it's a little acoustic uh, ocean moon for you. That is so awesome. That's such a great song and the words are like so cool. So what inspired you to write that song? Like what is the meaning behind it to you? Like what does it mean to you? Man, uh, so this song, I was having a little bit of like writer's block. Like I had all these old songs that I wanted to figure out and I hadn't written anything in a while. And uh, I contributed to my friend's Kickstarter project, this this great folk artist, uh, Eli uh, Lev, L-E-V, uh, who I'd become friends with during the pandemic. And he, he did, he was like, one of the things you could do is if you pledge a certain amount to the Kickstarter, you can be part of a songwriting retreat, which I had never done before. Oh, how cool. So for three three days, like I just, I didn't do any behind the scenes bullshit, you know, no social media stuff. Six hours each day, we just focused on like songwriting. And um, we had to put a timer on after we brainstormed all our, our ideas and and we were, we had to we had like 60, 60 minutes to come up with a song from like the kind of sketches or the idea. So I came up with like this chorus and a verse from the song in the 60 minutes and using the techniques in the, in the course, I was able to like break through the, the writer's block and like have some structure to the songwriting because normally yeah. it's like I'm just I'm just like waiting for let's wait for inspiration to spread, you know, but, but I had to kind of dig deep and like so that was like. The first time I had ever done that, and it was like a really great experience. And then I, through the rest of the, the time, I like fine tuned everything. And then, you know, after the course, 
you know, sent it to a producer. He produced things the way I liked it. Then the band hopped on, replaced some of his parts and uh, added like real instruments on top of like, you know, the computerized like drums and stuff. Right. And, um, you know, it was a really cool experience. Just, you know, it was probably the fastest song that was ever we ever made that was like written, recorded, produced and then released like in a very, very short period of time. You know what I mean? So how long did it take you to write the song? The three days that you were there or at the retreat? The bulk of the song was written in the like that 60 minute oh, period. Wow. Yeah. But the brainstorming session prior. Yeah. So you could say like, yeah, like the three days of the About retreat. About three days and then, of it. And then boom, yeah. you got this magical song that like, it, it really is an it, like the words of it. I, I'm I'm real bad with holding on to words, but like, you know, like or I have to read it. So I really like um, when you guys offer um, your song lyrics and such, because that then I read it and then I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember every word. I keep, I keep thinking like that. I love the same thing, too. Like, I'd like to read the lyrics while yeah. I'm like listening because I'm the yeah. same way as you like I I don't always remember the, or I think I'm hearing something that this is not actually the, yeah, the lyrics of the song. Yeah, I'll be singing way off and people are going to be like, what? <laughs> nah, that's not what it says. I'm like, that's what it says I'm now. Like, <laughs> but yeah, the, the song is, uh, you know, I went, I went through like uh, a divorce and like a custody kind of not necessarily like a battle in court, but like trying to figure out right. mediation, co-parenting, um, met my girlfriend she's really into the ocean kind of like reminds me of like a mermaid like surfer like you know yeah chick so like there's a lot about of her and like that in there and then like yeah. some mental health battles and being a dad and yeah like kind of like ba balancing all the plates in the air it's kind of like the general kind of yeah. gist of I mean you know literally things. after us talking for just a short amount of time I knew that that song had a lot to do with personal experience and and your and your life and and what yeah. things are what you're going through and what you've been through and so that's cool I like I like when artists do that and pull from their own personal experiences because you really get to know them better that way um, sometimes artists don't sing about them personally. And, and so they're completely different person than what you, than what you hear them singing sometimes. And so I, I like that you seem to be very a hundred percent you in everything that you do. And that's like, even you bringing your children into it as well. It's, it's, this is me. This is what I do. This is my family. This is our lifestyle. And this is what we've made our life. A hundred percent. I, I like that about you. And so I appreciate that about you because we, we need Thank people you. like you and artists like you who, who are a hundred percent. It's, it's nice to have that. And dang, it's even nicer to have like a whole hour and a half or something speaking with you and, and getting, you know, this one-on-one -on -one time. So I'm super stoked. Um, I appreciate every minute that you gave to us today. My pleasure. Yeah. You know, it works both ways. Like, you know, like I said, like it, you know, it's hard, you know, and in the song talks about it's hard, you know, juggling things, you know, you're not always feeling 100% no matter who you are, yeah. whether you're a, a superstar, you know, a working class musician, such as myself, a normal person. Yeah. nine to five everybody has their ups and downs so today I was a little tired for my kids yeah. not ha really having the best you know of of mental mind states so to be silly and pretend like I'm a four-year-old and play some music and connect with you guys yeah you, you know made my day great too so yeah. you it know, works I'm, both ways yeah I'm also I'm also struggling today 
Um, I, you know, I've had the same thing. My mental health isn't a hundred percent either today. I was like, dang, well, at least I can dress like a man. I don't have to wear makeup. <laughs> I don't have to be super like, you know, womanly and, and, and my, myself that I would normally be. And this was cool too, because I'm like, dang, this fits everything that I needed today. So, you know, it's, we all bring out the best in each other. And sometimes we need to pull each other and lift each other and, and also make each other act out like in a different way, you know, drinking, I would have done this shit all day long and not been embarrassed about it, not been anything. And so now that I'm not partying and stuff, I'm like, dang, I can still party. I can dress up. I can have fun. I can laugh. I can exactly. enjoy it. And, exactly. And it's really cool. And you're actually, you're actually like in it, you're experiencing it, you know, not you everything is, is great. <laughs> yes. You'll remember it tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. But I think, you know, we're not therapists, but for me, it's like, it's therapeutic it to is. talk to people that are like-minded and like hang out and just, you know, have yeah. a good time, you know? If you're ever out here in um, the Inland Empire, Riverside, uh, California, ever, you'll have to come out to our studio because we've pretty much. I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. We pretty much made it a playhouse. You you know, we, we all grow up and that's the problem. We grow up and then we forget that we're allowed to be kids at heart sometimes, you know, like you have to be. So. I, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Riverside, actually, I had a great show there once on tour with Badfish at the Municipal Auditorium. Oh, it's yeah, it's beautiful there. Yeah, that's actually right. But down the everybody street. was so st- everybody was so stoned, like more stoned <laughs> than any show on the tour. It was crazy. Like, they were so I was like, I was like, I was like, man, like, I don't I think we're off tonight, man. Like, cause like, cause I was like trying to get people riled up. I was like, how are you fucking doing tonight? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> so you don't know. Like Riverside people are so obviously we're all stoners here. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually <laughs> but I got right off stage. The they were like, you're so sick. And I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. If you come back, I'll make sure that they're louder next time. <laughs> no, it's it's cool. Like, no, we got we got them riled up. It just took a little bit more, and I was and 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 I was internalized in my brain. Like, is it me? Like, or is, nah, is the band on point? Like, we don't know how crazy we're allowed to be around here. They stopped <laughs> real quick, so everybody's a little afraid here to get too loud. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak up for us. We're like, all right, what are we allowed to do? <laughs> They pretty much. But I looked at the pictures. Fun here, the, so the pictures are like great. I mean, there's like 2,200 people going Dang, nuts. It's just crazy. like I don't know. I just was the mindset, but I think every everybody was like, "No, we're on edibles, man." Like <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> I got you. I got you." <laughs> we got a good Riverside drop of edibles that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I will probably um let you go or before. That sounds perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well, you have a good day and uh, tell your girlfriend, thank you for letting us take up some of your time today. And you guys have a good I totally will. No kid day. Thank you so much. Enjoy your evening. All right. You too. Bye-bye. No. <laughs> it's so cool. We're allowed to be kids right now because it is definitely um, a yeah. let loose kind of day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All week, I was like, I just have to make it till Friday. I just have to make it till Friday. <laughs> Me too. Even knowing Friday, we fully booked Friday. <laughs> like, Friday is completely booked up. Like, from the minute I woke up this morning, I have, like, a schedule, a, a very tight schedule that I'm on until 10 p.m. tonight. <laughs> Same, but mine ends yeah. more at, like, 8. It doesn't. <laughs> well, yeah. <coughs> Maybe.
Maybe. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Yeah. I have no idea. Fuck, I don't even know. Anyways, she knows what she's doing. <laughs> I'm a kid. I'm a kindergarten. I don't know anything. I'm confused. But yeah, so we super, super booked today. But we knew we had to. So yeah. Jesse and I have been super behind. I came to the playroom today because we are children. We're being children because children are carefree and they, in the right lifestyle, um, have, you know, that... I don't know, playful attitude and just, like, not... They still have the imagination, the freedom, um, and they are able to enjoy themselves at any moment with anything, and they can entertain themselves with it, which is something that adults have lost, or if adults do it, then we're just, like, I guess... Weird or something. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It is weird if adults play with Barbies. I want to play with Barbies. That's why you have to dress up like a kid and do like a podcast. Yeah, and then and then you can play. No, no, but it was we were working all day. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, justified. (laughs) Some people still call that fucking weird, though. But who cares about those people? We don't. I mean, we care, but maybe they're not invited. Exactly, they're not invited. Yeah. We, I, today was the day, as we're filming, that I dropped episode 43. Now, before you watch this, you're going to have episode 44, and this is episode 45. Right. None of that fucking matters to you guys. But it matters to us. (laughs) Because we've had so much going on. Um, We did the beach cleanup. After that, on Monday, we had another interview that we had scheduled which didn't go through but we still were in the studio working yes um also monday and tuesday wednesday we had our very first um bulk order of koozies and patches jesse and i were super busy getting all of that together and um it's really cool because we are we did official merch for a band and that's like super 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 cool It feels very cool. So she was breaking down our schedule, and part of that is when we did the interview, as you guys saw, I was at the beach. (laughs) I was at the beach doing the interview with Jeff, Raised Fist Propaganda, episode 44. So that day, I double booked the same as today. I double booked. So both of these episodes, we are filming on the same day. Yeah. How weird. I don't even think I realized that. I didn't realize that it. either until you just said it too. Yeah, and I triple booked because I have uh, my my middle son. He is graduating college, so we have to go do all of those things tonight. So we're trying to record episodes, two episodes, and I need to get somewhere by 5 o'clock today. So time slots. So yeah, we have a lot of uh, very small time slots to get things done. And it's been, this week has been, like, constant, like, like, it hasn't stopped. It's from, when I've gone from, and I'm sure you have too, from one job to another job. Task. To another, oh, they are jobs. They're jobs, (laughs) but, like, she has a job. Yeah. She goes to work and has a job. And then we have Nameless and we have Dirty Sisters. And like she said, we got our first merch order that was a bulk order. And that job comes with at least two dozen tasks. Yeah, it does. (laughs) (laughs) Try not to say yeah so much still, but it's not working. Well, (laughs) I mean, I was saying it before. Yes. So it's, (laughs) I don't know, both of us were were working for the weekend. It's like I didn't feel like I had any organization or anything or like you would say balance to what I, what we were doing and accomplishing. But now that I look back on it and I'm like, oh wait, 
but we got it all done and it got done good and there was like the it, it all there was balance to it yeah <laughs> there really was yeah there was I didn't feel like it at all um, even today where I was like wow are, is it weird that we're double booking and then when I said it out loud we double booked it the first time when we filmed these episodes so it just means we sh I mean this was meant to be anyways yes and so I don't know the juxtaposition of it it just worked out and it paralleled its own self in a way that we were like oh yeah right path cool <laughs> and it's really chilly outside today so it was perfect because we are able to wear our onesies and it's not like burning up or anything well and like i said i was like i just have to make it till friday i just have to make it till friday and do you know why we've been talking how busy we are this whole time this is letting loose <laughs> <laughs> i mean bro wilson said it and i agree and we both have been saying, can we just have a fun episode for a fucking minute? Gosh, we're working so hard and going so many places and talking <laughs> to so many people. And now we're wearing pajamas and eating snacks. And just chilling, <laughs> which is so much needed. Um, and we're still doing our job. I didn't think that I could do anything else this week, you know? Yeah. Um, yesterday, I crashed out so early, like... I was like, I cannot take any more. I looked at my my husband and I'm like, babe, I can't. I'm done. Like, tapping out. <laughs> I literally probably said I'm tapping out. I knew like when I laid down in bed, I was like, okay, tomorrow's going to be, it's going to be a fulfilling day. There's going to be a lot of things, but most of them aren't going to be extremely hard and exhausting like, ever, like things have been. Yes. Yeah. That, that's, that explains how I felt as well. I can't stick to a schedule and then the schedule changes and I'm like, dang. And so I was waiting for today, like how you said, yes, yes it's, I've... it's time slots and it's. So today it is like today I'm balancing like how you balance family and everything in it. And I, I mean, usually it's just my husband and I, but today it's like at five, I'm going to go back into mom mode. And it's like, it's weird going into mom mode because I don't see my kids very often and they're um, grown-ups they're grown-ups not and, because she's yeah kids. yeah they're grown-ups yeah I, yeah yeah that <laughs> yeah i did the full-on like raising all these kids who are adults there's four of them our last one's graduating college now and it's just it's crazy when it's like you know you go back and see all the people that you haven't seen like all the parents that um, your kids grew up with and stuff and it's it's gonna be one of those things like oh, oh like a memory thing some of it I'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> weird memories too <laughs> dang I, it's it's hard for me to even imagine it's so yeah. crazy even looking back I'm like damn I didn't realize I was that old <laughs> I do now though old because you're not old it, oh my gosh having kids is so weird because <laughs> It puts you in these brackets of like people your same exact age are having children. With, yeah, are, have no kids or are starting or, to have yeah, kids. Yeah, just starting. And she has a grandkid and she's like, fuck, I'm so old. And I'm like, but you're not though because some people are just starting that same part of your life that you already did. So you have all this different experience. Yeah. And a lot of it is exhausting. And there's so much. <laughs> Makes like, you feel old. Right. When I, when I look back on all the, all the years and all the things that we did, and that we needed to do to raise four children. It's crazy. So, it's yeah, so she'll crazy. Say, sometimes she says stuff out loud and I'm, and I'm all, like, hey, that sounds rough. And then <laughs> she'll say it and I go, oh, that was, I just did that for a year. <laughs> you do it. You do what you have to do. And you, like, work hard. You work hard for a goal. The goal was to raise those children. 
and and to get them where they're at today. And, you and know, now I can look back and I'm like, oh. and today one of them is graduating college and that makes me super, super happy. You know, like, I'm, damn, you did a good job. And he plays <laughs> baseball for um, UCR. Um, this is like a big weekend for him. It's like his last weekend of playing baseball, like probably ever unless he decides, you know. Yeah. I mean, there are so ways to maintain it, but yes, he I know was, what you mean. I, I, I want to give him a shout out though, because he was doing so good and he was like right at that spot that he had worked so hard for yeah. so that he could play baseball. And when COVID hit, he had, he was having scouts and stuff looking at him and offering things. And then COVID hit and everything stopped except for the ages of these boys mm-hmm. and the fact that they're gonna be graduating and going and so they only got they got an extra year given to them um after covid but by that time now the scouts are looking at the younger guys you mm-hmm. know the, the guys that are up there's and coming, a window and there is a huge window for getting you know drafted it sucks for him but i know that um you know he's there's a huge plan for him so he's he's i'm so proud of him so yeah also congratulations yes, yes. Woo! Whoa. round of thought <laughs> Legos are not the worst thing to step on. Oh, I know. Touch this dinosaur. Oh, yeah, that would hurt. (laughs) (laughs) That one would hurt. I pulled that out specifically. That dinosaur has made me cry. I don't know. I think I'm going to step on it and see. Give me a Lego. You should. a Lego? Step on this and a a Lego. The little horns? (laughs) Yeah. The horns look like they hurt. That's the one. The nose one. Yeah, because these ones kind of go down unless you step on it like... Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If you step on it like that, you're you'll you're Look, I already have little things and it was only like a second. Look that dinosaur. <laughs> okay, so our first main thing was was trying to figure out what our balance is and knowing how to balance what you you know, like your job, your family, the fun. fun. <laughs> you know, you're letting loose. Yeah. And that made me the fun. Look at my cup. I turned blue because I took a drink, you guys. Do it again. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) She was trying to feel serious. That's okay because that's the other one, fun. And, And that's the one that most of us forget when we're trying to balance all the other things. Um, my mom said something to me. Well, I know you're so busy, but how can you have such a good time when you're at the studio and you're recording and stuff. I'm like, dude, because that is my let loose. That is, that's my party. That's my drink. That's my yeah. go out and have a good time. And so I know I go to concerts and I go to things like that, but literally I'm there for the music and I'm letting loose, but not in the way that I, I need to, you know, like I, I, <laughs> she doesn't let loose at concerts. I don't. Melissa anymore. stands behind me. I'm so, me, I'm so like So this. I don't get kidnapped. I'm so, yeah. <laughs> this isn't a joke. <laughs> she doesn't have fun. I like the music. I love the music. Me. I, I, it's, it's hard for me now. I, concerts are different. I love going, but like my expectations of myself yeah. don't work out and then I'm <laughs> mad at me. And then I'm, and then I, and then it kind of ruins my time because then I'm like, dang, I can't even keep up how I used to and I'm tired and I'm done. And it's just all those things. But I push myself and I'll go to every fucking concert still. 
We go to all kinds of shows. <laughs> I mean, you I know, love it. So one, Red Rocks is magical for this kind of attitude. Yeah. Because you get a seat. You, you can get sit space. down the whole time. <laughs> people aren't stepping on you or touching you. Even if people spill, it probably won't get on you. Which yeah. is cool. Huge. Like, I used to be like, why are you getting VIP? Let's just go hang out with everybody. What the fuck? And um, I, I loved doing that. Sorry, I'm a little kid cussing. I should get in trouble. Ooh, your gravity <laughs> so Dude. Totally, it's me with the potty mouth, and today it's her. Demir had a funny story, too. Demir gave one of the kids soap, uh, one of his daughters, who it was before me, and uh, he gave, put soap in her mouth, and she had an, a reaction, and they had to go to the doctor. <laughs> You're not allowed to put soap in your kids' mouths, guys. It's against the law. Oh, I didn't know that. My sister Lindsay yeah. had to bite a bar of soap a lot. You know what? When our parents used to do that to us, um, it sucked, but it, it, I guess it didn't help. Wash your mouth out. <laughs> I guess it, I was going to say maybe it helped, but I guess it didn't help because here it I am. It didn't fucking help. <laughs> See? today I lost it oh, you guys are so lucky <laughs> the neighbors gonna hear me calling Carol. why is she so happy today this bitch usually yelling and yes. shit over there what is she bipolar and I can say that because I am so. <laughs> she's I can say that so so they say so the doctors say <laughs> You know, it is funny when people have their own issues and can joke about them. That's my favorite. I mean, because you can say anything you want. Nobody could get mad. What? What? On the morning <laughs> ride, Jake Bushnell told a story about um, how, because he, he's Jewish. And, oh. he, <laughs> and this one was hilarious. deal with a Korean man. And he's he started married it to... off and I died, dude. He's like, so this Korean man and a Jew walk into a... <laughs> <laughs> Try to make a deal. He goes, I was the Jew. I'm the Jew. I'm the Jew. <laughs> <laughs> and so he tells his little story, but he's like, it was. They both equally were happy at the end. Yes, they were. So it was a, a good story. It was a good story, but it the whole story was about how neither one of them was like about how they deal with money. <laughs> Dang! So if you if you want to hear that story, go on the morning ride. Yeah, shit, that was a good. Episode. And if you miss Jake, go on the morning ride too, because he's there like two times a week, and it's lots of fun. He does a lot of movie reviews, and <laughs> <laughs> they're. Amazing. You know what? I haven't seen over half those movies either. <laughs> I haven't either. And now I know, like, I'm not going to watch now. that shit. Right? <laughs> I'm going to waste my time. So I love that he does that because now I know what not to watch. Well, and since we're talking about Jake, we can also talk about Duddy real quick because oh, we yeah. wanted to give probably both of them a shout out and say thank you for um, having feeling good with Duddy. Yes. Because, um, that's where Jesse and I met and that's where Jesse and I started to t get our training. Yes. <laughs> we call it training now. So <laughs> we have, we keep saying we've been doing this for two years. Yeah. But we have not been doing this for two years. It's been one year. It's only been a year that Jesse and I've been doing Nameless. And. And working together on Dirty Sisters. Yes. And so. Two years is our drinking anniversaries. And we didn't know it. I mean, we knew each other for after that, but we've known each other for almost two years. But that whole first year was us dedicating our time to feeling good with Duddy shenanigans. Every bit of our extra time All to of it. feeling good with Duddy. Address books. I mean, our videos. family was like, are you guys like hanging out with us? Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Like what? 
Like, and we're like just... We're having a good time. That's what we needed. Yeah. And so um, we wanted to say thank you to Daddy and Jake for feeling good with Daddy because that show was fun and it was a lot of practice for what yeah, we're it, it gave us, doing now. It gave us so much like uh, training. So <laughs> training. That's all I can think of. So much training to know how to proceed and handle different situations um, while we're doing what we're doing now. Yeah. And so it, it, it was definitely a learning experience and we are very happy that we learned from you guys because we are happy as duck about look it. Look at what we're doing. And it's all because we learned from you guys. Yeah. So, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And watch, uh, and if you don't, Daddy, if you don't and, like us and you don't watch us, then, and then we don't care at all. We give no fucks. <laughs> Because we said what we said. Yeah. <laughs> then. So there. <laughs> uh, you know what I like is aggressive finger guns. I do that a lot. I, I can't snap that loud. No? Can snap? I can snap fine. But not like loud. That was like my tip. Mine sound more like cracker, like little cracker the pop things. <laughs> <laughs> and yours sound like, yeah. And mine's like, I like to do this. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't leave me hanging! We did a good job! <laughs> oh, look, we have musical instruments. Yes. Can we be in your band? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Trying to get a French horn. Jesse can, can play instruments. I can't. So, I can play any instrument I want to. It's kind of a weird thing. Yeah, that's how Tim is. I taught myself the piano. I've played trumpet, French horn, guitar, piano. I can read all of the music. I just never learned all of the drums. What I know, are you waiting for? I know which one the snare is. <laughs> well, you could always go to uh, the VIP, VIP music, music school <laughs> in San Diego. Yes, I could. <laughs> yes, I could. Maria Connors. You know, I've thought about that. Well, when I get my French horn, right. I'm hitting her up because can you please give me lessons and also just some basic sheet music for some really good I don't need to learn all of it, but I would love to. And I'm you're never too old to learn something new. Which is something we talk about in episode 44. Starting to lose numbers because they're so high. <laughs> I want to be more high. <laughs> well, we only have a couple more things to say because we talked about letting loose. We talked about um, family and balance. And how there's probably never balance. Never balance, but try. when you look back, you'll go, oh, wait, there was a little bit of balance there. Yeah, which is part of the balance. Right. And then the last thing that we wanted to talk about is go big or go home. Yes. And this a new meaning to it. Yep. And the new meaning is directly related to Roots of Creation and something that Brett Wilson said. And we asked him what his dream venue was. And part of his answer, they've been international. And his dream venue was a local, well, not local, but. But not of, local to us. Yeah, and like to his dreams and mm -hmm. like to the United States, it's an attainable goal within the States. And so for somebody who's already been international to have a dream that is within the States and like, I like that he already went big. Yeah. And now he's working home. Yeah. So he already did 
these worldwide international like goals. where people all over the world know who they are yes and it's magical but he still has his home base is is smaller yes and, and his goals are within the states within reach within a very i related so much to that with what we did with dirty sisters and kind of nameless where right. we took this idea and even anthony in the beginning was like you guys need to fucking yeah pick we, we one did. fuck <laughs> well with dirty sisters we reached so many women through the entire United States that we went big we went big even with nameless we went big and we just started grabbing people and we were like we're gonna interview you we're gonna interview you we're gonna go here we're gonna do this we're gonna record this we're gonna do this yeah and so we've done all of these major major things within nameless and dirty sisters that now is when we're working on the at-home local stuff Beach cleanups, neighborhood cleanups, people in our local Trying to get scene. people to know who we are because nobody knows. I mean, some people know who we are out here, but a handful of people. Yeah. And so, so it's very, it's not comparable to the amount of people that really know about what we're doing or what we're trying to achieve. So now it's, it's really hard to get the people around you in your area on board and, and we don't mean specifically like our neighborhoods no, or just, something like that just all like together just southern california different places one and- person i want to call not call out i want to shout out cat hall yeah so she's everywhere she's fucking everywhere and if you haven't listened to her music listen to her music total vibe um she was at maydays anywhere that there is live music anywhere that there is live music in southern california cat hall will be there she is she is definitely everywhere and and you have to be yeah you have to be everywhere in the area that you want people to know about you because that's the only way to do it that's the <laughs> go home yeah part of go big and go home it's not or anymore. It's go big and and go go home. home. We're working now on the go home part where we're trying to clean up and do the local meetups. That's the go home part because we already went big. We have people everywhere. We have people in Canada. We have people in New Zealand that I could call on. Like We have people everywhere. Now we have to maintain the home balance where we represent Southern California and all of the people exactly. who are working their asses off within this area. Yeah. At, the same as us, because we are also working our asses off. Literally, <laughs> still. Today, <laughs> allotting time slots. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool that so many people watch and, and know what we're doing. Care. Demir like, makes fun I'll of us all the all time. Up. Because he says, you're bringing reggae back to the community. When was it ever lost? And we're like, no, that's not, we're not bringing reggae back. We're bringing the love, the one love of reggae. Yes. The community. We want to show the people we have reggae, and with reggae comes this whole family that we have from Dirty Sisters and the Feeling Good with Eddie Bunker and now Nameless and even all of these pin groups, Something Dirty and The Den and... But now there's so many of us that are in all of those groups that were able to start like really building that up and I think the love of reggae needs to be in the community because the community sucks and there's so (laughs) many people that suck that 
we need to just start helping each other and pushing each other to do better and stop put bringing each other down and stop and bringing our own selves and, down and stop being mean to yourselves you guys yeah. already know that we have this vibe and you do have to be kind to yourself and you have to let yourself have fun and you yeah. have to be ridiculous and do the stuff that you think is going to be embarrassing because it's fun you don't have to justify it with alcohol or drugs why can't i act a fool and be sober doing yeah it and enjoy myself and have fun and remember it the next day. Get out of your comfort zone. Those are the fun things. Those are the things that make memories. Yeah, and go out. Go to the places. Go to the local shows. Go see the smaller bands. Everywhere. We're catching all of those smaller shows. I don't know. It feels very magical, and I, it does feel good. We've been working so hard, and we've so been, like, hard. abusing ourselves. So much. But now <laughs> we get to sit here dress in our jammies and go oh it works out <laughs> i want to take a nap that's the I cool do. thing is it nap time now you know what <laughs> i think it is you want to go have nap time nap time okay <laughs> peace <laughs>